The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now, we had expected that the trial of a man who was accused of murdering schoolteacher Ashling Murphy in County Offaly last year would open today before a jury at the Central Criminal Court, but it didn't. And to explain why and to tell us what is happening now, we're joined by our Today FM course correspondent, Frank Graney. Uh, Frank, why didn't it start today? Well, in a nutshell, the uh, defence barrister who is representing Josef Pushka um, indicated to the court that a pre-trial hearing would be required, and that's likely to take about two weeks. So, as you say, it was due to open today. It was listed at half past ten alongside ten other uh, cases before Mr Justice Paul Burns at the Central Criminal Court. It was pushed back then until two o'clock this afternoon, and it was before Mr Justice Paul McDermott at that stage, and he, um, he uh, agreed... Uh, to hear this pre-trial hearing and and that's due to begin on Wednesday morning and once that's done then uh, the trial is due to open in front of a jury and Mr Bowman uh, told the judge today that it is likely to take about four weeks from that point. What's a pre-trial hearing? Well, it was introduced last year. It took legal effect um, in February of of last year. And essentially, I mean, you and I have, have covered many trials uh, over the years on the show, and you'll often hear, um, you know, juries being excused to allow for legal argument to take place in their absence. They're not privy to those conversations that are ultimately decided by, by a judge. But what happened last year was um, they decided to introduce these pre-trial hearings to essentially deal with as many of those legal arguments um, in advance of a trial going ahead so that it ensures that when a trial does go before a jury, it is smoother, it is more efficient, often reduces the amount of time required uh, before a jury trial. And it also saves jurors having to come in and out often for days uh, on end uh, while these often complex legal issues are being thrashed out in their absence. So the hope is that if they get all of these legal issues out of the way in advance of swearing in a jury that it will make for a more efficient and a smoother process down the line. It sounds like a very good idea. Would Ashling Murphy's family have been told of this uh, rather than expecting the trial to begin today? I don't know for sure, but you would expect that they would have been told what was in store. Her sister, I noticed, uh, was in, in court today. And I, I know it might, I mean, obviously Ashley Murphy and or Ashley Murphy's family would be very anxious to this trial to get ahead. So too would Yosef uh, Pushka, the man who was accused of, of murdering her um, on the Grand Canal in Tullamore County, Offaly, on the 12th of, of January last year. But as I say, this pre-trial hearing should hopefully uh, speak up matters or at least make for a more efficient process when it eventually goes before a jury in a couple of weeks time. And was Josef Pushka in court today? He wasn't brought into court but he was uh, in the building I, I understand and obviously he would be kept well up to date uh, by his barrister Michael Bowman as to as to what was uh, what was happening and, and as it turns out I mean even if they were in a position to proceed tomorrow uh, or today it wouldn't have gone ahead tomorrow because we do have um, a strike a number of uh, we've uh, criminal barristers across the country are going to be protesting tomorrow in relation to pay. So even if um, they've been in a position to have that pre-trial hearing begin tomorrow, it wouldn't go ahead in any event because of um, a one-day withdrawal of services by criminal barristers across the country. And I will get to that again in a moment. But in relation to the defendant here, Josef Pushka, he's a Slovakian national. Is he going to require an interpreter while the case is ongoing? 
Yes, and, and that has um, um, already been sorted. I understand he has had an interpreter uh, in court and various appearances that he's made over the last few months. Um, 32 years of age um, at the time uh, of Ashley Murphy's death. Again, back in January of last year, he was living in Linali Grove in Mukla County, Offaly. But as you say, he is from Slovakia and will require an interpreter throughout uh, proceedings. So it's two weeks' time we can expect this case to actually have public hearings. All going according to plan, yes, we'll have the pre-trial hearing beginning on Wednesday and as Michael Bowman said today, it's expected to take about two weeks and once that uh, process has ended, uh, then the trial uh, will begin before a jury and Mr Bowman said that um, once they reach that point, it is likely to take about four weeks. Okay, tell us, the strike tomorrow by barristers, how much disruption is that likely to cause uh, to the workings of the criminal courts? Oh, huge. Um, This is unprecedented. It has never happened uh, before. It is a nationwide one-day strike by criminal barristers. They won't attend court tomorrow. They won't be doing any paperwork in relation to their cases. They won't be communicating with solicitors. And with no barristers prosecuting or defending cases, those cases cannot and will not uh, proceed without them. So it'll effectively puncture the already slow-moving wheels of justice. And it is a shot across the bows for the government ahead of the budget. This is a row that has been rumbling on for years. It is a serious escalation of that row, and it all revolves around fees, as these disputes often do. Um, tomorrow's strike action won't come as a surprise to anyone either, I should say, because the dispute has been tracking in that direction for months. And In fact, only a few months ago, we saw barristers standing outside courthouses across the country to raise awareness about a situation which they claim is turning people away from the profession because they say that the fees that they are getting through the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, who obviously brings these criminal prosecutions and the Department of Justice, they say that cuts were made back during the austerity years and they say they haven't been reversed despite other similar cuts being uh, being reversed in the public sector. And they say they're essentially receiving the same fees for cases as they were 20 years ago. Um, So obviously it's all come to a head. They claim the government and the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, hasn't done anything to stop uh, tomorrow's planned uh, strike action. Uh, in fairness to her, Minister McEntee has said that she, she is aware of what's going on. She has been working behind the scenes and I suppose time will tell if anything will be in the budget uh, for these criminal barristers. But I should say also they will be joined by criminal solicitors, defence solicitors. Um, only a few hours ago I received uh, an email confirming the withdrawal of services by criminal defence solicitors too, who also say they are working for fees uh, below 2002 rates. So huge disruption uh, across the criminal um, court service or court system uh, uh, tomorrow and you know, we'll find out, as I say, in the budget if it'll have any effect on fees going forward. Thank you very much for that, Frank Graney, our Today FM Courts correspondent. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.